1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. That uh, seems like a reoccurring theme is uh, with weather affecting motorcycle racing. It seems like We've been talking about it all year long, all season long, in different genres, whether it be flat track or road racing or motocross, um, off-road. Woods racing. And, uh, yep, so uh, it was this past weekend was no exception in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, the Harley-Davidson Williams Grove Half Mile, presented by Appalachian Harley-Davidson, uh, was scheduled to... Uh, they, they actually moved it up in the program. They started uh, 6 and 6.15 Eastern Time, respectively, which is... Uh, uh, sooner than it was supposed to be. And that did not seem to bother the Bauman boys. They, uh, took Briar in. Bronson, they, they took one and two. And that hasn't been done, I don't think, since the Haydens, But I, I'm sure. Nobody I, I can think of. I'm sure Briar Bauman knows this. Briar, welcome to the show. Congratulations.
0: Yeah, hey, I uh, appreciate it. Thank you for having me.
1: So has anybody done that since the Haydens?
0: No, I've uh, seen a lot of posts on Facebook and stuff like that. Everyone kind of getting in argument stuff like that um and yeah as far as the record show I think that the Haydens were the last ones to do it they uh they had three of them on the podium but unfortunately it's only not unfortunately but there's only two of me me and Bronson so yeah we took the first two spots and it was uh, kind of an honor to do it uh or be the first to do it since then the Haydens have done it
1: how special is that to, to share that moment with your brother
0: it was actually more it was just an it was mind blowing honestly once you know I was rolling around and I come off turn four and go across the checkered flag and I was pretty pumped up. And I look back and I saw 37, Bronson. And uh, honestly, the first thing that came to mind, I'm like, man, did I lap him? Like, did I? It, it was weird just because I he'd been a little bit off all day. And uh, and then he comes rolling up to me and he's giving me the number two sign. Like, he'd just taken second. And I was I was kind of shell-shocked. I'm like, no way. I uh, rolled the rest of the lap and usually I'm losing my mind, celebrating, going crazy. I rolled up to get the checkered flag to do my or do my checkered flag lap with my mechanic I'm sitting there and, and then all of a sudden it hit me like a wall and I'm like I just lost it couldn't believe it um, yeah so to, uh, to share it with my brother and for him to pass Jared and, and take second rather than it be like a first and a third and for us to be as dominant as we were in that main it's, it's something that you don't really hear about too often so it's, uh, it was definitely really special
2: yeah, especially uh, this season. Uh, you're the seventh different winner this year in AFT uh, in the Twins class, and Jared Meese is the only guy who's won more than one. Uh, I mean, he's been dominant, and you guys put it on him. Uh, I mean, it's got to, in this series, put, putting uh, putting Meese behind you means you're actually really uh, at the sharp end of it all. I mean, and again, congrats, and you've made a jump in the points you're now up to third and gosh i mean you're probably thinking wouldn't you like to make it second
0: yeah i'm a, i'm a ways out of second and uh the way the season's gone we uh we started the year out on on kawasaki's and and the new indian motorcycle is it's pretty insane honestly they did such a good job uh designing that that race engine and and putting together a, a bike that basically anyone there for a little while could go and buy and and you know go and race and win on um you know i uh i'm riding a bike that is pretty much stock it is, it's it's 100 stock besides the suspension and uh we just won a national on it against the factory team so it shows how good the indian is right out of the box but yeah just to be you know one of the big things i was telling my, my team owner was I, I just want to be relevant again you know we were going through a, a phase where we weren't really making any progress and we were missing main events due to mechanicals and stuff like that so yeah, if I if there was any way I could end up second the championship, it'd be it'd be incredible. But right now, I just want to finish the year strong on two uh, with two miles, and we got our our win. I think you said we're the seventh winner of the year, and just be back in the mix with everyone week in and week out. It's kind of uh kind of been been great and a lot of fun.
2: Well, Briar, and it's the second event in a row where you were the you're the best qualifier. So clearly, you're coming together with the bike. I mean, you're you're on the gas from the beginning of the event which has got to make the whole night go a lot better when you know you're up front
0: yeah i actually well I, I in qualifying practice i've been the fastest the last three rounds and that was a tt in peoria and then uh and then the mile in springfield and now the half mile in in uh williams grove and i had a lot of pressure actually just because i've been been really quick early on but not that a fourth at Springfield or a second to Henry Wilds at Peoria is anything to, to be ashamed of, because obviously they're both. You know, Henry at Peoria, is, he's won fourteen of those, and, and Springfield's just a totally different animal once you get there and you get in the mix with guys like Brian Smith and Jared and Jeffrey Carver. They uh, they got those places pretty much unlocked. They they're so smart and they're good racers. They know what's going on, and I was just I'm just trying to learn, you know. So yeah, to be able to to steal the deal and go all the way through with it. Uh, in Williams Grove on the shortened program, and our main event was a little bit of a mess. We had a couple red flags due to incidents, and then we were getting some sprinkles during the red flag, and it was just uh, it was a drawn-out main event. But to be able to finish it off and, and be quick on all these different disciplines has been pretty good for me. It's a good confidence boost for sure.
1: I want to touch on Henry Wiles a little bit. First, he to, being behind Henry Wiles at, at Peoria is... is that's there's nothing I mean he obviously he's he's the king of Peoria right um, and also do you think he frosts his hair or do you think he's like <laughs> highlighting his hair do you think maybe he should cut that thing or what is that thing is that his real hair or those plugs or what is that what's going on with Henry
0: and, I be able first being being anywhere near him on the track whether he has extensions for his mullet or whatever he has going on <laughs> blonde or, that's awesome or, <laughs> it's, it's intuitive nonetheless the guy could have lots of love going on in Still going to win Peoria, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, I don't know. I, I've heard rumors that he bleached it or not bleached it, but he did highlights and stuff like that. I think it's highlights. Yeah, yeah he gets it prepped every week before he gets to the track. I heard he has it shampooed and conditioned or whatever you want to do at the, the local salon. But <laughs> no, he doesn't. This it, is that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh, wait to. It's working for him. He's, he's going good everywhere this year. He's second in the championship, and like I said, Peoria, he he could show you uh with a shave and big razor head with a you know, full fluffy mane he's, he's going to be the guy
2: for sure and he's you know the interesting thing not to blow his horn when we're talking to you Briar the man of the this past weekend you know everybody including me, has had a throwaway round with, uh, with no points Wiles is the only guy who hasn't done that and you know that's He's not. He's not always at the top of the pile, but he does finish every weekend and puts points on the board, which it definitely matters in the long run. He's
1: only won Peoria. I mean, he's been a top three, top five guy. Couple three sevenths. One uh, at at uh, Sturgis. He or the Black Hill Speedway, whatever it is. He he finished eleventh. So not you know that was his off race. If if that's an off race, but. I got to tell you, the, the race at uh, Springfield, I was there watching that. Man, that was that was an insane race. That was so good.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, Springfield, it's, uh, that was one of the one of the first times I've been in the lead draft. There's always a couple guys who break away from the rest of the field. And, uh, yeah, I mean, watching, it was kind of weird. I got a bad start and kind of had to play catch up a little bit. It took me about 10 laps to get up to the lead draft with those guys. And I felt like I had pretty good speed, but once I got to them, I kind of, kind of went into, uh, man, I was just, I was surprised. I just didn't know what to do. I kind of got stunned a little bit and watching Brian Smith and Jared Mees go back and forth. I kind of, as insane as it sounds, I'm a pretty big fanboy. I, I, I follow these guys and these are guys that I've always like looked up to and watched on the races and all of a sudden I'm following around a, a racetrack that I went and watched them at growing up. And, uh, I'm watching Brian Smith kind of do his thing on the mile. Springfield is one of the more dominant guys there. Um, and Jeffrey Carver, like, he, he has uh, he has this confidence about Springfield that you see him when he's on the bike, like, he'll roll you on the outside, cut down, and, and just make these moves that you wouldn't typically see him do, and it's kind of like, I, I you don't think about it when you're out there, because you're, you're going through the motions and you're racing and you're doing your, your job, but it's like, man, I, I'd imagine some of these things that are going down are pretty cool to watch from the grandstands, or, or for a fan or a spectator standpoint, because that's kind of what I was doing for 20 of the 25 laps i was watching them do their deal and i was kind of like holy cow these guys are insane but at the same time i'm still kind of making my moves and kind of shuffling my my cards a little bit to see where i stood but yeah that's a a racetrack everyone needs to try and get to because uh it's always like that
1: yeah it's always good racing and and you know if you go back and look there's been all through history there's been really good finishes at springfield um now that you have that win, though, Briar, and, and coming off of uh, Williams Grove, and I want to talk about that track, but uh, do you feel like, you know, we talked to a lot of racers. We followed, uh, in, for example, Justin Brayton, good friend of mine, grew up here, races Supercross. He's a Honda guy. Um, there was a time when he didn't felt like he belonged up front, and he finally got his Supercross win. This year at Daytona, of all places, yeah, awesome. But
2: and had a great season because of
1: it. But we watched it in arena cross over the years with him, and he just he would get way out in front, and and then just his race would kind of fall apart because he just he didn't feel like he belonged up there. And, and you you made the comment you're a fanboy. Do you say lady boy or fanboy?
0: Fanboy. <laughs> okay, fanboy. I thought that's is. what I
1: thought you said, but get okay. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah big, big, big jump there.
1: I'm teasing, Brian. Um, But you say you're a big fanboy, so you think about you know it's like, do you now that you've won and you've you beat all those guys? Do you feel like okay, this is where I belong? And with that confidence, I mean, you've you've had some second place finishes this year, um, but do you know what I mean? Do you feel like okay, now I'm one of the guys, and and I'm and I'm and I'm I'm gonna win next week?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's weird because even though I got fourth at Springfield, that was kind of like the turning point for me. Um, I had the same turning point last year. You go out, like, at a place like Lima, and for me, that's where I won my first race last year. I'm twin with Lima, Ohio, and it rolls over for you. You just kind of have this... It's weird because it's like a switch, and uh, it's crazy how one round can change your entire season. Um, and, yeah, last weekend, in, uh, or two weekends ago in Springfield, a lot of people kind of kind of chalked me down as not so good on the mile and i went out and i was you know i fast qualified i had the fastest heat race and the fastest semi and even taking fourth in the main event and being right there at the, at the line was kind of like a win and it was for me that was kind of like all right throughout the week i just kind of had it chalked down in my mind like all right these guys didn't think i was very good at this place um at, a, at, a, at one of the miles and, and now we're going to a clay half mile where i've always been pretty good it's, i think they're uh they're they're going to be really surprised on what we show up with and where we're going to stand at the end of the night. And yeah, it's just one round. It it just puts you in such a different mindset. You, uh, all of a sudden when you're rolling out for practice, you're not thinking, all right, I want to see how far away they get from me. You're, you're kind of thinking, all right, where am I going to pass them at? And just kind of turns your whole day when you get to the track into, uh, into the, the competitiveness that you need to have every weekend as far as a winner, rather than just a guy that's getting through the night. And, uh, yeah, it's a big deal. Um, I know I was in, in Daytona when Justin Brayton won, and I know I know the feeling. It, it changes your whole outlook on what you're doing at the track every weekend.
2: And you get the can't-be-secondary satisfaction of beating your brother because uh, having brothers, it, it nothing feels better than whipping your brother. Just nothing.
0: <laughs> no, there there is an ace. He, uh, he tried to give me some grief this week. He's actually been staying with me over the last couple of weeks, so that's pretty fun. And we, we rode to the track together. Um, he was staying with me and Shana here in Pennsylvania just because we're pretty close to the track. And, and it was kind of insane that uh, that him and I rode to the track together. And it's not very often the guys who go one, two in the national, let alone are they brothers, but go to the racetrack and have spent the week together before. And uh, he was trying to give me some grief that, oh, man, I was rolling up on you and about halfway through or something, and I'm like, ah oh, man, no, I was just kind of, kind of easing off her, like you know, I was just kind of bring her home. Yeah, I didn't think that you're seeing it all.
2: Yeah, it, you guys can have that debate all through Thanksgiving dinner. That's when it really gets to be fun when you get to yeah. lord it over him in front of the rest of the family.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's always been fun. Yeah, just a it's still mind blowing to me that when I look back, I saw her 37, just because I passed Jared and. And like you guys said, if you do anything with Jared on uh, on a race weekend, you're typically in a pretty good spot. So when I look back and saw him and, and him not very far off, I'm going no way. So yeah, they're good conversations that we get to have here uh, here over the holidays. Do you ever uh, do you ever uh,
1: go down the straightaway and, and in the middle of the straightaway and jam on somebody's brakes or anything like that?
0: <laughs> no, no, I stay away from that Luckily we don't have front brakes very often <laughs> Not very often
1: Hey, now you do though You got Daytona You got yeah, um, you, know, you got a few rounds Peoria Peoria, yeah Yeah,
0: Yeah. no, I'm, I'm into the front brakes I just would rather touch mine than anyone else's yeah. I, uh, I know there's enough guys that struggle on the front brakes And what we do anyway I'm like, I don't need to help them at all Isn't that crazy? That was the most insane thing I've ever seen
2: Yeah, it just doesn't seem real so you got the big grand awards party coming up in Manhattan next month? Are you are you stoked to be going to that? Are you going? I assume you're going. You know, you you definitely will be uh, near the near the head table. I'd imagine.
0: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not sure if we'll make it. We have a, a lot of stuff going on right now, but if I can, it's gonna be great. I uh, I would love to. You gonna go, Tony? Mm. Manhattan.
2: Mm. Flat track party. Mm. Didn't Car say he was gonna get us tickets?
0: No, <laughs> was it here? No, it's tough to of that guy, man. I would, I would like to, yeah, no, I'll, I'll be there. I, I just like to give him a hard time. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. It's, it's cool that everyone kind of cuts loose a little bit. You know what I mean? There's a lot of, there's a lot of serious guys throughout the year, and I mean, I'm actually one of the probably the least serious as far as it's on race day, but, uh but yeah, once you get to that party, it's kind of funny to see guys like Jared who are always so, so uptight, all business. Yeah, all all business.
2: business, not today. Yeah,
1: those are the guys that have like two drinks, and you have to hold their hold
0: them up, and oh yeah, hold their hair for them. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I give them a hard time because they'll have two Coronas, and he is just like on the floor. You know, yeah, ready to win another national. I'm like relax, guy, like he's he's that guy.
2: This is the party. This is the party. We got a we got a little bit of an off season here. There's a, there's supposed to be an off season. Yeah, the the guys who don't I. Tony and I are seasoned veterans, uh, not so much about the racing, more about the uh, after bench racing sessions. And
1: uh, I do yeah. better at the lake these days.
2: Uh, and the lake, I'm also becoming quite the veteran of the lake. And my boat doesn't float without beer on it, I found out the hard <laughs> way the other day. So, oh, really? Yeah, it just won't float without it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, guys, uh, guys who don't drink, professional athletes, in other words, guys who don't drink religiously, uh, like my Irish self maybe does yeah it's funny how quickly <laughs> it how quickly it affects them Uh, you know and it's really not something I can even brag about so hey. what
1: do you what do you have two races left
0: yep yeah we got two more races and that's over
1: Canterbury and midlands
0: yeah
1: what do you do East you Coast you look forward to those? yeah
0: well I've never I know that they raced in, uh, in Minnesota quite a few years ago I think it was six, six or seven years ago and I i didn't get to ride that track and and uh the final round um that's our first time there so i'm looking forward to it you kind of go online you look up on youtube or whatever uh the whatever races they had there what the track looks like and oh yeah it looks like the, yeah you kind of some of them are you can go on and watch them horse races and get into that a little bit but
2: i watched kind of uh, to... snowcross there back in the late 90s canterbury <laughs> is it All in right. Shackby?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah.
2: where it is. Yeah, I've been to that track a couple times. So, uh,
1: Indian Motorcycle Minnesota Mile, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, very close to Polaris. Yeah, I, I gotta believe there's going to be a pretty good party for everybody that's on an Indian.
0: Uh, I mean, I'd hope so. I uh, being that close to the headquarters, and there's a lot of dudes on Indians at this point, so it's going to have to be a pretty good party. I think. Is <laughs> there is there a, the, uh, is there a really good uh,
1: like uh, contingency for you guys on Indians?
0: Yeah, yeah, actually, Indian's done a really good job. I mean, just they, uh, they've been actually first class about everything they've done in American Flat Track with the bike and, and with the contingency program and, and staying true to their word. And just, yeah, everything has been really, really crazy since, since I made the switch from, uh, from my Kawasaki and, and hopped on the Indian full time and just seeing how everything goes over and how well the bike was built, contingency everyone that you deal with from SNS to uh, to Polaris. They're, they're all great guys, and it's, it's been really cool working with them.
2: How is it from, uh, you know, a, a relatively smaller effort? Like you said, everybody's getting on the Indians. Are they uh, proving to be reliable enough that, you know, clearly the entry price we, is relatively well known. Are they holding up? Are you going to be able to get a couple seasons out of it? Too? Are we talking two seasons and then it's start over again, or is, is the bike? I mean, giving you the sense that you're gonna be able to race it for a while.
0: No, they uh, they did a great job. Um, I think that as long as they're well maintained, just simple simple uh, maintenance on the bike, you and you're gonna get a lot of time out of the thing. They say that you can like as far as race time, you can put ten hours on one of them, and ten hours for us is like probably twelve races. I mean, I, I and that's probably not enough honestly i don't even know how many how much time we put on our bikes when we're at the track um and they say they say 12 hours to just a top end or 10 hours just a a top end rebuild so yeah i mean i've been running just we have two my team has two indians um and we've stuck just the one they rebuilt it once this year and i've only raced it i think seven times now and they rebuilt it before springfield just to be safe because those are the measures they used to take with their old brands and uh they were just, you know, they're on the cautious side. We could have got a lot more race down of ours. And Indian and Esna did a great job of building, you know, durable parts. Everything seems to hold up really well. We jumped them at, at, uh, at Peoria like crazy, and, and we're hammering those things. And they made it through the day without even thinking about, you know, breaking apart. So, yeah, just all-around incredible bikes. I think that the entry price definitely scared everyone a little bit, but it's uh, it's a great bike.
1: Well, Briar, congratulations again, and tell your brother congrats, too, would you?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Tell Shannon we said hey.
0: I will. Definitely. Thank you.
1: All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. This is Pit Pass. This is Vicki
0: Golden. I was just on Pit Pass Radio.
2: Plus.